to another episode of Bite Size Virtue. This is episode one of season six. And I'm actually going to probably just keep to the theme. So the theme that was chosen by the Ultimate Dragons community on Facebook for season five, which of course spanned part of the Advent and Christmas season um, 2017 to 2018, was Humility. And that was a very truncated season. I think I only managed to release about three episodes just because things were incredibly busy and it was difficult to find time to record all the time. So I didn't really have a chance to go into humility to quite the level that I wanted to. And now, of course, we have entered the liturgical season of Lent. Ash Wednesday was actually Valentine's Day. And funnily enough, Easter is going to be April Fool's Day, if I recall correctly. So odd year if you're Catholic. Um, I know we actually as a family celebrated Valentine's Day on the 13th. So, you know, we went out for dinner and that was actually even at the kids' school. That was when they did like their big Valentine's Day card exchanges and whatever else. So, uh, which was nice because then it freed up, you know, the 14th to just be about Ash Wednesday. And that was, that was actually really, really good. So can't complain about that at all. So I'm going to keep with the theme of humility throughout Lent and then into Easter. And that actually is to my advantage in another respect, because, of course, I have uh, a few other bits and pieces of notes pulled together that I never really got to during the course of Advent. And so it'll be nice to actually be able to go back to those notes and, you know, update them for Lent, you know, because obviously there are some slightly different themes that you want to draw out, um, given the differences between, you know, Advent and Lent, but I think in general I'll be able to reuse a lot of it, and that's good. That'll save me some time at any rate on the preparation side. Can't complain about that. But funnily enough, today I don't actually want to talk about any of that stuff. What I want to talk about is Lent itself, and in particular the penances that Catholics and other Christians take on during the season. And I mean, like, there's kind of a, there's a stereotype, at least in Catholic circles of, oh yeah, well, I'm giving up, insert vice here for Lent. And that kind of misses the point because, you know, like if it's something you shouldn't be doing anyways, if it's like a vice, if it's a negative thing in your life that you shouldn't be doing anyways, giving it up for Lent kind of misses the point. You should be giving it up anyways. The idea behind giving up something in Lent is, you know, more in line with, you know, the remark that Christ makes, you know, man does not live by bread alone, but on every, or by every word that comes from the mouth of God. The idea being that, you know, you should give up things during Lent that are actually good. You know, you should give up goods during Lent, things that are beneficial to you or things that, you know, are joyful, things that are, you know, a positive aspect in your life. Um, and the reason for this is, you know, not to kiss those things goodbye and never see them again. You know, you can definitely resume them after Easter, right? Like the point of a Lenten penance is in part, it's impermanence. But at the same time, you know, giving up these things that are goods in our life are like, it's a chance to refocus our thinking, to, um, to remind ourselves that, you know, these things, even though we place great importance on them, aren't the sum total of our lives. They aren't, even in the strictest sense, completely 100% necessary in our lives. They're goods and we enjoy them, but we should be able to do without them. We shouldn't cling so tightly to them that they distract us from what's truly important. And we had a really great illustration of this in our house, actually, just over, just in a few days, actually, you know, from Ash Wednesday until like the Friday, we had this really amazing demonstration. So we sat down with our daughters and 
just went through, you know, okay, like, what do we want to do for Lent? And, you know, everybody kind of takes on their own individual things, but then we also take on certain family things, uh, certain penances that apply to the family as a whole. And one of the things that the girls threw out at us was that we should give up television, um, except for like maybe one short show on Saturday evenings, which, you know, I mean, we don't watch a lot of television just as a family, but like the girls will typically watch uh, a TV show or two, just kind of at the end of the day before they go to bed, it seems to actually kind of cool things down usually. Um, so of course that went away, but interestingly, how they responded was actually like, it really was amazing to see. It was awesome to see because they found others. I mean, it shouldn't surprise that they found other stuff to do. Um, but it was the fact that, you know, like two of our girls are close together in age. They're about 18 months apart. And then our third daughter, um, she's a few years younger than, uh, the second child. And she often feels a little bit left out or like she's just a little bit on the outside. You know, the, the first two are really quite close. And then kidlet number three, she kind of sometimes feels like she's a little on the outside, a little bit on the, just getting left out. But just watching them these first couple of evenings, we were floored because like, all of a sudden they just sort of gelled as a group of three and whether it was working with the perler beads, these are like these little beads you arrange in patterns and then you can melt them to make it permanent or, um, drawing pictures on our blackboard wall. They spent like half an hour doing that one night, but they were just all working together as a team. There was no squabbling. There was no fighting. There was no complaints about, you know, she's not listening to my ideas or they're not playing with me or anything like that. It was just our three girls getting along so conspicuously well. Like we hadn't really seen them get along that well for that long in quite some time, maybe ever. I'm not entirely sure. And, uh, I mean, certainly some of that's attributable to the fact that, you know, we had given up TV and so they had to find other things to do. And what they found were activities that all three of them could engage in, not just, you know, an activity that, eh, well, two of them wanted to do. And then the third one's kind of just like, yeah, but now I'm not doing anything with them. And it was really genuinely amazing to see. And I suppose in a way, those sorts of things take their root in humility, don't they, right? Like they take their root in the ability to see things as they really are. To just, you know, look at, and and kids can often actually be really, really impressive in their ability to do this, right? They can just, you know, okay, well, we're not having TV tonight. Um, let's have, let's do something else that's fun, right? And they just kind of all do it and not even in an entirely spoken way. They just kind of all went about an activity and I don't think they actually formally said to each other, Hey, let's go do this thing. They just kind of went and did the thing. They just took things as they were and quickly adjusted and the results were incredible. It was, it was awesome to see. So coming back to, you know, the idea of Lent, like that is, I think really what a lot of the purpose of the Lenten penances that Christians take on is just to say, you know, just for a little while, just subtract this thing from your life. Yes, it's, you know, it's a good thing and you enjoy it, but just subtract it from your life for a while and see what fruitfulness comes out of that. See what happens when you set aside this other thing, which, you know, maybe you're clinging to just a little too tightly. 
even though it's a good thing in your life, maybe you're clinging to it just a little too tightly, set it aside and see what happens as a result. Because a lot of the time, the result will be genuinely, genuinely surprising. All right. Well, that's all I've got for tonight. Put together, hopefully, a little bit more of an episode um, next week. Or, you know, if I'm really lucky, I'll find time to sit down with, I don't know, Clortos Dragon or somebody to talk out uh, the concept of humility a little bit more and in a little more detail. Um, But like I say, I do have some other stuff lined up, some ideas that I didn't have a chance to get to during Advent and Christmas, which I look forward to speaking about during Lent and Easter. But until then, until next week, be, as always, virtuous. Thank you.